Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hey, Dina. How's it going? It's going. I set my fire alarm off tonight. And you know when you set your fire alarm off, you get, it's like, I sprung into action. Yeah. So within, you know, it's like fight or flight. So within like one second, I'm opening all the windows, I'm shutting all the burners down, I'm hitting the exhaust on the microwave, and then it just is just these blaring noises. And then I'm fanning and fanning and fanning. And finally, after like three minutes it shut off i was very proud of myself wow yeah no every time the fire alarm goes off it really is like fight or flight like i go crazy there's a fire um alarm in my house that when we first moved in it was going off so much because it's like right where the kitchen is and i just like didn't know what to do like it wasn't turning off in hindsight i probably could have just waved a towel in front for longer than I did and it would have gone off but I called the landlord and she told me just like how to disable it so I like took it off the wall the ceiling and uh I've never put it back and now it's just like there's a bunch of wires hanging from my ceiling very very dangerous well there's another fire alarm in my room which is right next to the kitchen so then what was happening was that I was still getting a fire alarm going off Anytime I would cook something. But so now I've learned all I have to do is close the door to my room and the uh, and it doesn't go off. I feel like you should consult with Kathy Pedraeus, our TikTok oh, safety expert. I'm sure she would be, be not happy me. with you disabling the fire alarm. Yeah. Well, also tonight, though, I just tried to cook to roast poblano peppers because I feel like that's what people do with poblano peppers. And... It, like, immediately just started burning on the stove, and I, I just closed the door so that the fire alarm wouldn't go off. I've never heard of a poblano pepper. What type of pepper is this? It's, like, a dark green pepper. It's similar to, like, a bell pepper. Okay. And you roast it, but I don't really know what I'm doing, but I do it all from memory. I think my fire alarm went off from the Brussels sprouts I was just grilling on my grill would you call it no my burner my stove this is what happens when i try to cook and when you try to cook neither of us what know a mess. what we're talking about i we decided to well we were always going to record the podcast but i started cooking about 30 minutes before thinking that oh i'll be done cooking by the time we start i'm obviously not and so i still have things in the oven and on the stove that i just put on a low heat and hopefully it'll be Hopefully we won't hear my fire alarm go off during this recording. Hopefully. But we should stick to watching food TikTok videos and not cooking. It never it never works for us. I agree. I mean, sadly, all the food TikToks we watch still haven't really taught us anything, unfortunately. That's true. Well, I can't believe today is episode 70. We've done so many episodes, and we're releasing this right around Halloween. So we have a lot of Halloween TikTok content we've been seeing and some other audio trends that we've loved. So let's dive into it. The first one 
is a Family Feud clip. And now I love Family Feud. And this audio is of a contestant right before she goes up to compete for the final money. You Hold on. Okay. Holy Spirit, activate. Oh, no. Holy oh, Spirit, oh, activate. No. Holy Spirit, activate. 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 Ooh. All right, let's go. At Victoria Youth posted this original sound. First of all, my favorite thing about this is Steve Harvey's reaction. Like, he, he's the best host. He just has the best reactions. He doesn't say anything, but his face says it all. Yeah. Like, I feel like any clip from Steve Harvey hosting Family Feud has the potential to go viral on TikTok. They're all just so absurd. But this one is really fun. People have been using it really for anything i saw one funny one though that was like a woman going to take a pregnancy test like hoping it's not positive so she's like come on holy spirit let's go yeah i like jojo siwa has been using tiktok a lot recently and doing all the trends and she's on dancing with the stars and she used this for before one of her performances it was like her you know wishing her performance went well a random one I saw was some account. Let's see. Their their account name is at Dr. Ellie, E-L-L-Y. And they do a lot of videos about cleaning people's earwax. And this sadly brought me down a whole world of TikTok that I didn't know about and I I still don't want to know about but here I am I've watched so many of these videos I guess there is something weirdly satisfying about it but I know it's gross but yeah there so this audio was playing in the background holy spirit as like a way to clean these people's ears it's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen it's like this whole drainage thing and you just see there's like clumps Oof, of like earwax. Yeah, it's I went down a weird. I hole. can't watch it. I can't watch. And this this came up on my for you page too, and I scrolled right away. And even though I knew you were gonna talk about it today, I I can't watch it. I just there's something that really does not sit right with like the whole watching the earwax. The kind of doctor videos I liked, I got sucked into a chiropractor mm. TikTok hole once. Something about seeing these people have reactions after chiropractors crack them and these cracks are really loud. I can go down that hole. I cannot go down the earwax hole. I can't do it. I think I'm the opposite. The chiropractor stuff, it like freaks me out. I can't watch it. I'm always like so on edge watching it. But the earwax stuff, uh, I can sit through. <laughs> you can watch. Yeah. And then the woman who was doing the Holy Spirit, who was a contestant on Family Feud, she posted a video saying how great it was that she became viral. And her name's at China Phillips Baldwin. So she's just as happy this went viral and surprised as everyone else. You never know, TikTok. It seemed like it was an older clip, too. Yeah, it did. So you never know when some random thing from years ago is going to go viral on TikTok. Okay, the next TikTok audio has been stuck in my head. I can't can't get it out. I actually really, really love it. I was listening it to today on repeat, and it's caught a vibe. And it's by Willow Smith, The Anxiety, and Tyler Cole. Me and I 
So when I was watching this on YouTube today and listening it, to it over and over, my YouTube then started playing a bunch of Whitney Houston songs. And I don't know if it's because I typed Willow and it knows that I've like mm. looked for Whitney in the past, but I had a great YouTube curated playlist today with this song and then a, a bunch of Whitney Houston songs. That actually sounds amazing. I wish you had sent me that so that I could also enjoy it. <laughs> But yeah, this song has been stuck in my head. It's all over TikTok. People are doing a cute little TikTok dance to it. But it's like, it hasn't just stayed on straight TikTok. Like people on our side, all sides are doing the dance to this song in a funny way. There was two girls that did a really fun dance. Uh, The creator's account is at cpizzle95. Dina, this sort of looks like if you and me were to do it. Oh, yeah. It's basically like they're wearing sweatshirts, their hair is flying all over, but they're very coordinated. And this video has over like 6 million likes and like 20 million views. They just posted a part two of it too. Um, And they're like, everyone in the comments is just so supportive. And they're like, yeah, you caught the vibe. Like this is the point of the song. Like this is the vibe in their dance. Yeah, I even saw Will Smith used the audio in the background of one of his TikToks. He was signing autographs for his new book. And I just thought, how cute. This is his daughter's song. He's supporting her. I thought it was cute, but then I thought about it some more. And he's promoting his book with a viral TikTok song his daughter did. So, like, it's very self-promotion-y. Like, fine, but whatever, Will Smith. I don't know. I didn't think it was that cute after he was using it for promotion. I guess, but I feel like the Smith picking... Pickett Smith family is like probably one of my favorite celebrity families so I'm fine with whatever they do I support them and lastly there's a music producer his handle is at W Shane Lance and he explains the difference between the Spotify version of the song and this live version that everyone loves why do you love this song Then you looked it up on Spotify and you listened to the album version. It was just like. Now, I will share my answer as to why I think most people feel that live version in a way that they don't feel the album version. But pitting the two versions against each other isn't the point of this video. I like both, honestly. Here is the point. That drastic difference and feel between two different versions of the same song is a phenomenal example of the meaning and importance of producing. A producer, and I don't mean a beat producer, but a music producer is responsible for understanding the vision of the artist and bringing that to fruition. If you've ever thought, well, it's just... The song is what it is. Just record it and put it out. Case in point. I tell my artists there are 10 parallel universes with 10 different versions of their song in it. And they're all good. It's my job as a producer to help them decide which one feels right. Yeah, the Spotify version isn't as good. This live version, the way that Willow Smith sings it is incredible and just so catchy. And oh, I just I love it. 
Yeah, it's funny. I feel like some songs get stuck in my head because of a concert version. Oh, you know what this reminds me of? I really liked Miley Cyrus performed on SNL once. She did like a very slow down version of like, and we don't care, we won't Mm -hmm. stop. And I loved that version, but like I don't really like the actual version of the song or the album version. So I would just have to keep YouTubing it. So it's funny that like that sort of happened on TikTok too. Like the sound that went viral was the live version, even though there's a version off the album, but that's just, people don't like it as much, I guess. Yeah, and I was so surprised that it was Willow Smith, to be honest. Like her one song that I know is Whip Your Hair Back and Forth, another very catchy song, but her vocals aren't great on that. The vocals on this are really good. Yeah, well, she was really little, wasn't she, when Whip My Hair came out? It sounded like she was just a kid singing. Now probably. she's older. She's probably, yeah, who knows? I have no idea how old she is. Let's see. She looks like she's a teenager. I feel like she did Whip My Hair when she was, like, eight years old. <laughs> Willow Smith is 20 years old. I was going to say 18. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. she was, like... Oh, yeah, she was probably 15 or something when she did Whip My Hair. No, more. That song was more than five years old. See. Look it up. (laughs) Whip My Hair came out in 2010. That was 11 years ago. So she was nine? Yes. 20 minus 11 is nine. Wow, you were right. She was a child. Yeah. So obviously her voice sounds different. (laughs) Wow, we are old. Yeah. It's hard to, like, tell time now. Yeah, you're like, I don't know, five years ago? But I thought so. I thought that song came out, like, while we were in college. The next video is sort of a one-off for us, and it's something we always talk about. It's capitalism, and we're always on the side of TikTok that hates capitalism and hates the corporations and things like that. And the user at all underscore day underscore breakfast has a really cool take on TikTok and brands. There's this really bizarre phenomenon on TikTok that I just can't stop thinking about where huge multi-million dollar corporations will have official brand accounts that are run by somebody in their 20s, like their social media manager. And these official brand accounts start becoming really self-referential from the perspective of the social media manager. And there's usually a lot of self-deprecating humor about how their worthy account isn't doing well, about how their manager is upset with them or they're broke and stuff like that. And just producing a lot of like relatable content about job insecurity. And these TikToks tend to do really well, both because they're relatable and also because people want to support this person and they want to see them do well and they don't want them to be fired. But it's this really bizarre twist on class solidarity that ultimately only benefits the corporation because the worker can be locked out of this official brand account at any moment. They don't own this. It's just one of those elements of late stage capitalism that really blows my mind i will say that i do love the brands who are really self-referential and i do feel bad so i will give them views and shares and comments if some if a social media manager is like oh boss says i didn't get enough comments because you know this is their job Mm -hmm. so it's doing what they want them to do but then this user's take on it is is really interesting yeah It is. It reminds me, like, I remember even studying in school advertising, right? And 
you talk about this breakthrough moment in advertising in the 60s where they took the counterculture revolution and started marketing to it. You know, instead of being like these damn kids, they were just like, oh, let's sell to those kids. Let's turn, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the Don Draper, like let's, let's turn Coke counterculture and let's just use the hippie movement to sell more stuff. And I feel like that's similar to what's happening. Like at first they were like, oh God, TikTok. And now they're just like, oh wait, we should just sell to people on TikTok. Like, wait, it's another opportunity to make more money. Yeah, I don't know. I still feel maybe a little weird about brands on TikTok, but I do end up having the same reaction as you, where it's like, I want to support them. Like, I know there's somebody behind there. And and a lot of them do have some really creative content, too. So, you know, I'm not going to knock it just because you're working for a brand. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, It's a weird juxtaposition where TikTok is like, all authentic anti-capitalism in many ways at least the my for you page and then there's like a lot of brands on there that are doing good content too that occasionally shows up on my page it's all there yeah it's interesting because there's a lot of brands that aren't like they don't do the self-referential thing and they don't do like the relatable content and they don't succeed because people like you need something like that makes people want to comment and makes people want to like it and if that's basically saying like oh i'm gonna lose my job if you don't like and share this and if this doesn't become viral you know it's interesting i love the empire state building has been doing a really funny job of basically bringing the empire state building to life and using those kind of like googly eyes so it comes to life and then they're talking to the chrysler building and these other buildings and they're doing a great job of really just giving the Empire State Building a character. Like, if you would have asked someone 50 years ago, like, if the Empire State Building was alive, what would they be like? And it wouldn't be, like, a 20-year-old who knows how to use TikTok. But, alas, like, the Empire State Building has this persona now, and the persona is made up by this one, I'm sure, very young social media account manager. It is crazy. You're right. You hit it on the head, like, there's something about personalizing brands. I think that whole idea of you have to have some sort of connection to your users, a personality, like that's been the way that marketing's been going for a while. I think like even influencers are the epitome of that. Like they're selling a persona more so than they're selling a certain product. And TikTok, yeah, the fact that so many brands on TikTok are hiring people to be the face of their brand Mm -hmm. rather than just like hey talk about our products it's like you know this you know the tiktok guy for you know whatever account it is um, rather than the brand itself absolutely yeah you need a person that someone is gonna say oh i associate the brand with this person because they represent this this and this and Mm -hmm. it's I, i i can't wait to see where that goes in the future yeah, it's interesting to watch. There was, first we'll explain this trend and then I'll, I'll tell you how it ties back into brands. But this next trend, it talks about 7-Up and Moon Pies. So just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up, eat a Moon Pie. 
quit murdering people. So it's a funny little clip. It's from like a hearing of something. I don't know. It's a, I think it's a police officer or a judge saying this and caught viral on TikTok. And then one of the best responses is from the official Moon Pie account. Their handle is at the original Moon Pie. And it's a guy, presumably their TikTok creator or social media manager, explaining to his boss how this trend went viral and how Moon Pie got involved. I love this. This is a brand knowing what TikTok culture is and capitalizing on it because this audio became viral and people probably never even heard of Moon Pies before this audio. So of course they need to jump on and say like, oh, here, here we are, we're a real brand. And, you know, they got a chance to show their product and they did it in a really clever way. Now I want a Moon Pie. Same. Like I didn't think about Moon Pies until this video, but like I actually want one now, it's working. 100%, Dina, we should go get Moon Pies. I also thought Moon Pie was just like an old school company. Like I remember having moon pies as like a kid. They were like little Yeah, Debbies. me too. And to see them on TikTok, I got it. Like I thought they just knocked this out of the park. Cause like, yeah, I didn't even realize. I thought they were like some old company doing who knows what, but certainly not on TikTok. And this one video just made them hip and relevant. And it's pretty amazing to see. Yeah, the greatest thing about this is that some random person uploaded it and was like, basically, I'm uploading this because the sound could go viral. Also, the fact that it was a random, like you said, it was a, a sheriff wearing a badge. It looked like a set of Judge Judy, this random guy telling someone to do this. It's so absurd, but it, it is. It is a great audio and it caught on. I mean, this is crime for TikTok. Whatever the hell was happening here, thank God it found its way to TikTok. Alright, we have one more video we want to discuss before all the Halloween trends, and that is by at Janae Beauville, and she explains the whole Facebook metaverse. Facebook has stated that they don't want to be known as a social media company in the future, but a metaverse company. And the metaverse is a space that hundreds of companies are betting on. So the logical next question, what the heck is the metaverse? In general terms, think of the metaverse like a virtual or digital world that we can access via the internet. And in this digital world, we can play and socialize, like go to an art class. We can go to work in the form of avatars. We can put on our virtual reality headset and enter into a different digital space. Kind of like being in a video game or like The Sims, but so much bigger than that. Ariana Grande had a whole concert in the metaverse by creating an avatar and then you could put on your headset and tune into the concert. You and your friends in the form of avatars could go to a painting class. But the metaverse isn't about just being locked in this video game sim style of an environment. It's so much more than that. It's the blending of the virtual world and the real world. When you're walking down the street, you have augmented reality goggles on and it shows you directions like this. When you go and buy your coffee, it could look more like this. Facebook's version of the metaverse looks like this. We put on our headsets and go to work like this. And you would buy things in the metaverse just like you buy things in the real world. Like you would buy digital clothes for your avatar instead of real world clothes for your real world self. You would buy concert tickets to concerts happening in the metaverse. You just access them digitally. But there's a catch. The space doesn't actually really exist yet. 
kind of does. Video games like Roblox or Fortnite could be considered metaverse. But the metaverse that Facebook is betting on and a lot of other companies are betting on doesn't actually exist yet. It would require all of us to be there and be going about our daily lives there. And if you're weirded out, well, you're not alone. The future is going to be a crazy place. As soon as I saw this, I thought of Melissa and she, like, you're so good at the Sims. I feel like this is actually the ideal kind of world for you to live in because it basically is like the Sims in real life. Absolutely not. This is civilization's, civilization's downfall and you're comparing it to me playing the Sims is proof even more so of that because when I used to play the Sims in high school, I was barely living. Like I, <laughs> I was sleep deprived. I wouldn't eat. I wouldn't pee. I remember there was one time I was literally oh, holding wow. in my pee and just like playing the Sims. And my brother was like, what the hell is wrong with you? You treat your Sims better than you treat yourself. <laughs> and he was right. <laughs> and, it, and it was so, it was so all consuming that I really was. I was living in the Sims and not living in my actual life. And the times when I've wanted to play the Sims have been when I'm really depressed or really overwhelmed. And then it's an escape. I can just escape my reality, whatever's bothering me, and go fully into Sims world. All of that is to say, like, I am petrified of the metaverse and the thought that it could be the reality for future generations. Yeah, I just read an article that saying that Facebook is basically pump pumping like billions of dollars into this and like, you know, spending so much money on their rebrand and it's going to happen. I don't think it'll happen as fast as we think, but it is really crazy that you bring up all the, the mental health stuff because I don't know if someone needs, someone needs to be watching out for this. It's like that movie uh, Ready Player One, Steven Spielberg directed. I think it was a book too. I forget what happened in the end. I don't think it was good. <laughs> I never saw the movie, but everybody was commenting in this video saying it's like Ready Player One. You yeah. Watch it now. It freaked me out a little too. Almost like you were saying how the earwax video you couldn't watch. I can't watch the chiropractor one. This gave me similar feelings. Just she showed in the video avatars of yourself. And I think just even that dissociation of thinking of when you think of yourself, you think of an avatar or you could think of an avatar rather than what you actually look like. That alone just scared the shit out of me. Like, I, like, couldn't think about it. When you were talking about saying that you would refuse to get up and pee, you know, it's going to be the craziest thing is going to be when a company comes along and then tries to push products where you don't, where you have to pee less because you don't want to miss out on things. Or there's going to be, there's going to be, like, really weird things like that where we don't even know. Or, you know, diapers will become, will become the norm or something. You're totally right. I bet there are some video game communities where this already exists, where they're just playing video games all the time and they have certain setups or products that help them to just never get up from their seat. But the fact that it might become mainstream is very scary. 
Yeah, very scary. Well, we'll keep we'll keep our eye out on that. But I thought this user did a really good job in explaining something that I actually had trouble like when I was reading about this, but she explains it really well. So I was happy about that. Thank you. TikTok, very educational. Okay, let's get to Halloween now. There's an audio. The trend is to show your costumes to this song. The user at Ash Sortiro, his costume was an AirPod. He turned himself into one little AirPod and it's genius. I don't know. He looks just like an AirPod. It's a pretty simple, easy costume, too. Like, if people are looking for a costume where you don't have to necessarily buy something, this guy literally just wore all white and, like, put the, the shirt over his head. And, yeah, he's an, he's an AirPod. He's an AirPod. Yeah, this, this is fun. You know, it's always fun during the Halloween season to see what people are dressing up as. So if you just go to this audio and scroll through it, there's a lot of cool costumes people have shown. Some people go really into it others just do a little airpod <laughs> yeah they're all fun the next halloween audio is an audio by at ian share and people are saying to use it before they get ready and then after they get ready so kind of when the song changes people do a reveal and um we haven't it's an old audio but i think we're gonna see so many after halloween using this yeah, a little throwback to Thriller is always part of Halloween culture, I feel like. So it's fitting that we see this on TikTok. There'll definitely be some fun stuff, especially there's so many TikToks where people do really crazy makeup or hairstyles. So I'm expecting there to be some really cool-looking Halloween glow-ups. Yeah, the next one is a clip with Sarah Paulson. I think it's from American Horror Story, and she's screaming. Help! He's escaping! The killer is escaping! Help me! Yeah, this clip alone is just sort of weird. It, it reminds me of a trend we spoke about previously. Oh, no! Our table. It's broken. <laughs> it's broken. And so people are sort of taking it in that same vein. It's like she's screaming, but it's sort of weird what she's screaming. Yeah. So the trend has become like say this, like mouth your you know lips to this sound, but don't really show any emotion. A lot of the videos yeah. are like very muted with this super intense audio in the back. My favorite is Billie Eilish did it, and she just flares her nostrils to the to the dialogue, and it has like thirty million views. But it is it is quite amusing. Yeah, that was a fun one. And then Lizzo was with Sarah Paulson. I don't know where, but I would love to be at that party. And Same. she posted. The two of them very subtly saying the lines to this as the audio goes. And it was so funny because when I went to the original video, so many people were commenting 
are you only here because of Lizzo's video? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Lizzo starts a lot of TikTok trends. She is one of the greatest celebrities on TikTok. All right, and last but not least with Halloween, I love candy corn. I'm a craving some. I haven't really had much this season. I need some. And there's a user whose name is at Happy Kelly, and she does these amazing transition videos. Everyone should check him out. Sometimes I find transition videos boring because a lot of people do the same things. No, these, the quality is unreal. Just like you're watching like huge budget productions. I'm sure she's doing them for, for cheap, but they look amazing. And she does one where she just turns into a bunch of candy corn. It's great. She basically, she flops down on a counter and becomes many pieces of candy corn it's so good it's so quick too and even if you watch it in a loop it just works again and again and again her editing skills are fantastic i'm i'm really in awe of what people can do on this app with a little amount of time yeah so happy halloween happy tiktok and thank you for listening to episode 70. And check out our blog, tooldfortiktok.com, the number two, the number four. And check us out on Instagram and TikTok. And I hope you catch a vibe. Good one. Yes. Good vibes. Happy Halloween. Code of Baby, are you ready for the ride? I just want to Thank <laughs> you.